On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. As always, you can subscribe to the show on Apple, Radio.com, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. We've got a lot to talk about because Ben Roethlisberger, his new deal is in. I've got all the details. We're going to talk about it all, not just his money, but what it clears up for everyone else's money, what the Steelers got to do now. It's an exciting Friday. Lots to get into today. Let's waste no time. Let's get into it. Now, I know normally on Fridays, we get Jenna Harner on the show, and it's wonderful. She's amazing. I talk to her. She talks to me. We talk to you. But unfortunately, she couldn't make it today. It happens. You know, the Penguins were playing Thursday, so, you know, there was a lot of stuff to get done. Um, but she'll be back next week. Make Make no mistake about that. But you guys got me. And y'all know that's all y'all need sometimes. And... It's huge stuff to talk about. Ben Roethlisberger. It's official. I told you it was happening. All Everyone out here, there was never any point where I said this wasn't going to happen. Ben Roethlisberger was going to re-sign with the Steelers or, you know, get a new contract, whatever you want to call it. And he did just that. And not only did he do just that, he got the Steelers a ton of cap space. Now, if you remember from my argument with Dean uh, either it was either this past Wednesday or the Wednesday before we had him on the show and we were talking about this stuff and he was like, I'm not even sure Ben Roethlisberger is going to take a pay cut. And, and Hey, now that part I was actually skeptical about. I was legit wondering like, Hey, how does this even work? Uh, you know, well, Ben Roethlisberger, he's always done restructures. He's never done pay cuts. He hasn't taken the Tom Brady route, but Ben did that. Now, for everyone to understand, for those who are like, I see all these numbers and I don't know what they mean, let me break it down for you. Basically, what happened was Ben Roethlisberger agreed to a deal that gave him a $5 million pay cut for this upcoming season. But in doing so, they moved part of his base salary around so that this year he has freed up 15 million dollars in cap space 15 i thought they would be lucky if they got 10 to 12 that's the nice range that would be great you know work that out and spread it all around but 15 million dollars now the steelers were approximately six seven million dollars over the cap before this deal they are now according to spot rack with their model of expecting the, the salary cap to be around eight one hundred and eighty five million dollars the Steelers are $8 million under the salary cap. That's huge. They could still do extensions with Nelson, with Hayden, with DeCastro, restructure Derek Watt, Chris Boswell, Vince Williams. They got, they got moves to make here. They can do this and get them further down the line. It's what I've been telling y'all was going to happen. It's what I've said for weeks. They're not in salary cap hell. There's a lot of people that have been using that phrase, salary cap hell, salary cap hell. They, they, they don't know what to do. They're going to have to cut everybody. No, they're not going to have to cut everybody. 
The Lions just caught Desmond Trufant. The Eagles are cutting people left and right. The Saints are about to gonna have to cut people left and right. People are saying that there's going to be a bloodbath in free agency. Not with the Steelers. Because their salary cap is in a good spot. It's not nearly as bad as everyone thought it was. And I gotta say, this gets a lot of kudos on the back of Ben Roethlisberger for, for, for agreeing to this. He said he didn't care about his salary. Basically, Ben Roethlisberger has made it so that the Steelers will have more than enough money to be able to spend this season. Now, I got to admit, I'm not a salary cap expert. I read the numbers. I try to understand how things work. I got to be honest. I'm not Omar Khan. But then again, no one else is. And for those who don't know, Omar Khan is the, is the numbers guy for the Steelers front office. He's the one that makes this stuff work. And if there's any if there's any ever a numbers guy that needs to go in the Hall of Fame, it is Omar Khan for making this work every single year. Because every year, if you remember the show last year, this time last year, people were like, oh, the Steelers, how are they going to sign anybody? They're like $30 million over the cap. And then all of a sudden, they do all these things, and they're right back in it. It's just what the Steelers do. Now, again, with Ben Roethlisberger, this makes a ton of sense. This is going to allow the team to sign to keep some, some of the players that they need to keep, maybe sign a free agent or two that's away from the team. And in doing so in a way with those, with those positions, that they can make the investments in this draft that they really need to make. Go after the really good players. Don't, don't reach for bad players. That's what happened when they signed Steven Nelson and they signed like Dante Moncrief like like they, they, with, in most years when they go in free agency they go in to find guys that help solidify their roster that t- that wipe out weaknesses that are glaring and that's where I and that's what and that allows them in the draft to say okay we don't have to draft this one position because we have absolutely nobody here. We have somebody here. It'd be nice if we got something better, but we know that there's at least someone who's adequate. That's what I expect to come in this free agency. Not signing some superstar. Not signing, you know, you know, you know, not not getting Bud and Juju to stay. What's going to happen is they're going to find the people that fill out their roster and that they can go in and say, you know what, we're not pressed to sign four different positions in the first round. You know, if the right offensive tackle falls to you, we pick that guy. If the right running back falls to you, we pick that guy. Running back's the only position I think that they're they're in a position where they're going to have to pick some guy in the first three rounds. But everywhere else, you can kind of be like, it's center two, center, center's there as well, but you you can limit needing a cornerback, needing an inside linebacker, and needing different different positions by making the right decisions. And I think that's where we're about to see in free agency. And again, I told y'all, I told y'all then, I'm telling y'all now, this was coming. I mean, if you remember the night they lost to the Browns, and I recorded that episode, I was sitting in the conference room at WPXI Channel 11 after I did the final word there. And I talked to you all right about how Ben needs to take a step back and he's going to need to help them with this contract money. All that has come to pass. And there's a future for the Steelers. We're going to get some more into that future just in a few moments. But first, we got to talk to you about our friends, of course, at betonline.ag. 
the number one place that we say to put your bets on, on the Locked On Podcast Network. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Locked On Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL's done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose on the Steelers. Again, it's Friday, March 5th, and we're continuing talking about the Steelers situation now that we know Ben Roethlisberger's back. We also got a, a small announcement. J.C. Hassenauer was signed to a one-year deal with the Steelers. Um, presumably, hey, this is a guy that at least has played in our offense. We need to keep one center on the roster who at least knows a few things. Now, J.C. Hassenauer, not a guy that they're going to depend upon. Trust me, that does not mean that they're not going to try and draft or sign another center. But um, the Steelers' current situation shows to me they've got leverage to make some things happen here. Also, now everyone kind of knows that like now that Ben's going to be around for this next year, and, and by all means, this, this deal makes it so that this is the year. If they want to work out a new one where other things happen – in, in future years, you know, they, they, they maybe they do at some point. But right now, this is looking like this is the year for the Steelers and for, for Ben Roethlisberger. And with Ben Roethlisberger at that point in his career, now the Steelers can kind of show the players that they're trying to talk to, like, hey, we're going to have a franchise quarterback on this team while we're still building. Because as you know, I, I've said it on this show a few, more than a few times. But the people who are saying the Steelers in the middle of a rebuild are stupid. Because the defense is young. The defense got talent. There's weapons on offense to build around. There's plenty of pieces on this team that could be here four to five years from now and still be very good to even be a lot better than they are right now. And again, to show that players are starting to hear this, under the Instagram post of Ben Roethlisberger signing and whatnot, guess who commented and said, let's get to it? It was Juju. Now, granted, this don't mean nothing. It's Instagram comments. They mean, they don't, they mean literally next to nothing. They don't, they don't hold much weight, if any weight, in these type of conversations. But still, I think Juju posting that is showing a sign like, hey, he does. There is a there is a part of him, you know, whether you believe, um, whether you believe that Juju was being full of it when he said he wanted to be back before or not, you know, he said, now let's talk, let's go, hands up emoji, uh, 
there's an excitement from him seeing this because he knows his guy is going to be back. Now, again, I still don't say this means he's back. I still uh, the only way he'd be back is if he said, "Hey, Steelers, I am literally willing to take like a million, two million, three million dollars to play for you next year. Something so ridiculously cheap and ridiculous that it again it breaks the go. You don't bank on those type of things. Steelers fans don't bank on those types of things. You'll get your heart broke. That's why I was trying to tell you with JJ Watt, it wasn't gonna happen because someone was gonna offer him buku dollars to go somewhere, and someone is gonna offer Juju buku dollars to go somewhere else. And if he took it, I mean, he would be, that would, man, that'd be like, man, that's hometown hero type of stuff. That's, that's a, you, you get, you get points for that, for, for doing that sticking around. I just don't think Juju's willing to put up with that. He, he's, he's got a chance to make a lot of money this year. He could take it. Now, the only thing on the side of that, of course, is if Juju sees, you know what, free agency market's nice this year. I can make some money, but next year there'll be a lot more money to be made because the salary cap's going to be way up and, um, there's not going to be teams cutting players left and right, so I'll have a better chance next year to make more money on a long-term contract. So let me play on a cheaper deal this year and then work out that, that, that out. But there's a lot that has to go into that. But the point is being that even the fact that Juju would post that, I think it shows a lot of players are looking around for the Steelers and being like, we can do this another year. And anybody that looks at the Steelers, obviously, they need to invest in the offensive line, invest in running back, get some depth on defense. There are major needs that need to be addressed for this team to be a complete team moving forward. And any investment at quarterback would set back those efforts. Now, again, for me, the Steelers have... um, the, the Steelers the Steelers have a lot of different options this year because they've uh they've put themselves in the position where they got they drafted the edge rusher to back up Bud Dupree. They drafted the receiver to um to take the play to be still be a playmaker with you know if Juju left with Chase Claypool. They've done the right things there. They're moving in the right directions with a lot of different position groups. So there's no reason to think that all of a sudden they're just going to fall off and not have this talent around. But it's also wild to me that you see people, there's still the people that that, that try to paint this as this is a bad thing. Ben Roethlisberger took a pay cut to stay in Pittsburgh. A pay cut. He cleared... $15 $15 million in cap space. And I know you're like, Chris, we heard you say that, but I, I want you to understand when someone says this, says this like this is a bad thing, what are they saying? What What is your justification? Because by getting rid of Ben Roethlisberger, by forcing him to retire or cutting him, you'd save yourself only $19 million. And in doing so, you'd have to sign another quarterback or draft another quarterback. If you're and the only way you're drafting one of the quarterbacks that you actually want, you're trading up to get him. And if you're trading up to get a quarterback, that means you're cutting back on being able to draft a running back, draft the offensive line, draft on defense. You're hurting yourself. And in doing so, that would set you set you back. So the, they don't need to get another quarterback. And if they signed another quarterback in free agency or traded for one, it would take up a lot of cap space as well. So by doing this, they create the cap space, keep a quarterback that they can start, and still invest in the positions that they need. And it doesn't set them back so that they can't do anything 
in the next few years. Now, of course, who are some of the people that are saying this is bad? Well, you know, some people locally. Locally, it's, this is pretty much being celebrated. But, you know, nationally, there's always the Ben Bashers. Now, there have been people who have been reasonable with their takes on this. Like, Marcus Spears on ESPN came out and said, you know, this is good. It's just that Ben needs to understand that they don't win because of him. They win with him now. And I'm totally with that. I said that from I said that the night that they lost to Cleveland. It's like, hey, the days of of banking on Ben to fix your problems are over. Ben needs to be a a part of the solution, but not the whole solution. He's just not that guy. Unfortunately, he's ne- he never became that guy. Even though he could help them win games, he he was never the guy that was going to be the big fix that carried you into the Super Bowl. That's just not how it was going to work. He's not Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning, but. He can be the guy that still plays quarterback at a high level for you, high enough that he's not a liability, and that if the rest of your team is playing well, he could be keeping you moving forward and making plays to keep to make it happen. So Marcus Spears' take makes sense. Like he explained it on NFL Live, NFL Live and Sports Center, and, and Brooke Pryor, our ESPN, our ESPN, and our guest just a week or two ago. Uh, when she when she did mock draft Monday on this show, she was on ESPN. You know, she's the, she's their Steelers beat reporter, and she was she was saying like you know like hey like this is you know she she was saying this means a lot for this team, and how the Steelers feel like they can still compete. And I know some people are still laughing at it, but okay, laugh, laugh ahead, go ahead. A lot of those same people thought they were gonna go five and eleven this year. That didn't work out the way. And one of those people was Mike Tannenbaum. You remember Mike Tannenbaum? He was the guy who was saying Ben Roethlisberger's a bum. He's the worst quarterback in the division. Blah 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 blah. All those dumb things. He said that before the season. Shut up for a long time when the Steelers were eleven and zero, and then came back at the end of the season when they lost a playoff game. He said, "Ha See, I told you. No, you didn't tell us nothing. He had he had a bad game in the playoffs. There was a rough stretch at the end there, but you didn't think that they were going to go twelve and four this season. You didn't think they were going to win the AFC North this season. And if he was the worst quarterback in the AFC North, they wouldn't have won the AFC North last season. So, pipe that down. But here comes Mike Tannenbaum again on Twitter saying, The Steelers should have released Roethlisberger, he's, who's 39 years old. Clearly his best days are behind him, and now he'll, they'll have the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North, not only this year, but also next year. Mike Tannenbaum's the guy that drafted Mark Sanchez fourth overall. They paid him $40 million. The same Mark Sanchez who is the victim of the butt fumble. Are you kidding me? We're supposed to take that guy's advice on who's good or great at quarterback? No! Out of your mind! And see, that's where that's where I, that's where I call Ben bashing. Because I've been accused of being a Ben basher. I've been accused of being a racist because say, oh, you hate Ben Roethlisberger because he's white. I'm like, no, I just I point out when he makes mistakes. And that, a lot of people locally they don't want to do that. They want they want to overlook his mistakes. I don't do that. I call out his mistakes, but I also call out his successes. And when I do that, I look at the difference between there's people like Mike Tannenbaum who can't acknowledge his success and say he's doing these things right. And anyone who thinks that just because he's 39 years old, you know, that he can't do it is ridiculous. Yes, he can't make the same throws all the time that he used to be able to make. But he can still make those throws. That's why he put up, what, 37 points against the Browns? 
threw three touchdowns in like the uh, the fourth quarter against the Colts or the second half against the Colts. He was he had twenty five touchdowns, only six interceptions during the Steelers' eleven game win streak. And I think two of those interceptions came in the last game against the Ravens. He played very well this season for the majority of it. He fell apart at the end, but that's why I've been saying for a while they need to get a run game. And a huge part of that is getting a talented running back that he can depend upon. But saying that he's washed and he's, he's like he can't, they can't win because he's old, you know, Dave Damashek, who you know, longtime NFL reporter guy, and a guy who grew up a Steelers fan. I loved his response. Someone said, yeah, someone said the Steelers can't win because Ben Roethlisberger is about to be 39 and there's no way you can win with a 39-year-old quarterback. And he's like, oh, yeah, history's proven that. Clearly making a joke because Tom Brady just went 43 years old. Like, what are we doing here? Are we being realistic? I just, I, I think that there are people who are going to bash this idea or bash this deal, bash Ben Roethlisberger, just because either they're mad at the Steelers or they want to they wanna try and say the Steelers are finished. Lord knows everyone's been saying the Steelers are going to be finished for the past 15 years. They're going to fall off the cliff this year. This will be the year where Mike Tomlin finally has a losing season. Never happens. And they're saying it again this year. Mark Madden said it on the final word a week or two ago when I was on it. He, you know, We were talking, and he's like, this is the year. Bank on it. Go to the go to bed online. He was saying all this stuff, and I was just like, "Okay." You said this last year, and the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that. Like, like it doesn't happen. And I think with Ben Roethlisberger, it won't happen, especially with this defense. If this team had no other assets other than Ben Roethlisberger, I totally get it. But they got the best safety in football, the best edge rusher in football, one of the best, no, the best defensive front in football when it comes to getting after the quarterback. They have a very good secondary with Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson at cornerback and Terrell Edmonds coming back at safety. They'll probably have a good linebacker in Devin Bush if he can stay healthy, and they'll probably have another two guy, a number two guy next to him. They got young assets on offense like Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Kevin Dotson. They've got players to count on. And I think that there's a lot of things going for this team moving forward. But how do they move forward? That's the question we ask next. Because... There's still a lot to talk about. It's Friday. We're going to end it talking more about your Steelers. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Best of all... Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they can know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, 
part of what this Ben Roethlisberger move opens up for them is the possibility for them to make a few more moves and to open up the possibility to sign the free agents. Not just their own, but free agents that they you know, they can get from outside organizations and fill spots. But here's why you should hold off on predicting and trying to figure out who they want right now. Because the free agency market is about to get a lot bigger. All those teams that are still hurting for cap space right now, like the like the Saints who are $58 million over the cap, the Eagles who are $38 million over the cap, Rams at $29 million, Chiefs at $18 million, Falcons at $15 million. And then other teams, I mean, even other teams like the Vikings who are $2.5 million under, under the cap and they're stuck with Kirk Cousins' contract. And you know, there's going to be team, a lot of teams in the NFL that, that end up letting go a bunch of guys so they can work on other contracts that they want to keep. And it's going to make it so that this free agency market's going to have a lot of people on it. Now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm looking at the, the 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 PFF free agency list, and I'm seeing the I'm seeing like good names here, but like for example, you know on Thursday Desmond Trufant, cornerback for the the Lions, who's a good cornerback. Gets released. Teams are going to have to let go of players that they didn't want to let go of. And that's going to create some interesting opportunities here. Because the more players get released, the further players go down in the rankings of their own positions. And what do I mean by that? Well, let's let's put this in a way that maybe it's a little easier to understand in Steelers terms. When it comes to edge rushers in this draft, Bud Dupree ranks somewhere around fifth or sixth for a lot of people when it comes to available edge rushers at the top of the list you got Shaquille Barrett from the Buccaneers he's due a contract um you got Carl Lawson from the Bengals you got Javian Clowney who's still out there Yannick Ngakwe Melvin Ingram the third and then that's when that's where pro football focus has Bud Dupree is ranked between Melvin Ingram the third and Leonard Floyd and then, of course, there's still a Matthew Judon, there's Tackers McKenley, there's Alden Smith, Hassan Reddick, all these other guys. There's going to be time to figure that out, you know, who goes where. But this may not even be the full list. There could easily be more guys that come out here. And so what happens is, is that when all these teams are creating, are trying to create more cap space to sign players, with the less cap space in the league, there's going to be a harder time. Once those top guys are signed... When you once you get to the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth guys at each position, the money's not going to be there for some of these teams to sign them to super duper contracts. We may be seeing teams that are like, man, we needed, we need it, we need a wide receiver, but you know, we don't got we, we you know we don't got the money to spend on this guy. You know, another comparison with with a Steelers play that that that's probably going to free agency. Yeah, wide receiver Chris Godwin is the Far and above, number one guy that's hitting free the free agency market. But right with him is Allen Robinson, Kenny Galladay. And then you got Will Fuller, speedster out of, out of Houston. And then, of course, Juju Smith-Schuster. Now, there's other players like Corey Davis, A.B.'s in, in that mix, T.Y. Hilton's in that mix. But Juju's youth puts him up there. 
and his experience with the Steelers. And people seeing that they, the Steelers can succeed with him. But if there's more receivers that start hitting the market, because teams can't afford them, and any of those receivers are among that top, that, that can get in the way of that top five, or just, just be something that another team really wants, it could hurt Juju's chance to make money in this market. So then what's going to happen with that is that with this bloodbath that's coming in free agency, when we say bloodbath, I mean just a lot of players getting cut and unusual moves to, to free up salary cap space. That's when, ha- when that happens and more guys go on, eventually the guys that are in the middle to, to lower rankings at each position, they start to have to take less money because there's just not enough cap space on every roster. And, they, and they, they're not going to take the year off. They're not going to pull Le'Veon Bell. They're going to say, all right, get me on somewhere on a short-term deal, and then I'll take another stab at free agency in a year or two when the salary cap's in a much better spot. Maybe this helps the Steelers. Maybe this is what they can encourage a Juju or a Bud and say, hey, you know, just take a short, just take a short-term deal for less money. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just take a short-term deal for less money, and we will we will keep you we will keep you around. You'll play on a team that knows how to use you, and then next year when the salary cap's through the roof because there's 17 games, and because fans are back, and because everything's great, then you'll have all the money in the world that t- for teams to try to sign you, and then you'll make your your career contracts. But again, it don't have to be those two guys. It can be guys in other, in, on other teams. You know, one position that we talked about was the center position. And if Jason Kelsey from the Eagles is go, you know falls into these ranks, that's someone else that you could look at and say, hey, do I want to keep him around? Do I want to sign him to a contract? You know, Corey Lindsley's still the number one guy, I think, at the center position in free agency. But, you know, say you're looking at off-ball linebackers. You know, top of that class is Levante David, Matt Milano, Jayon Brown. But what if there's some guys that fall off that are behind those guys? You know, when you're looking at some of the guys lower on that on the list of those rankings, like a Kevin Pierre-Lewis from Washington or a B.J. Goodson from Cleveland or an Eric Wilson from Minnesota, all those guys, Raquan Millen from the Raiders, all those guys, they're in the three, $1 to $3 million range as far as what people expect them to make this year. So if more guys start coming off at that rate and eventually you get a better pick between players who are available, you're like, okay, I can work with this guy. I can work with that guy. That's what I'm saying could happen here with this free agency period is that there could be a number of players who come available to the point that the number of uh, the the amount of money that's going to take to sign them is so much it's so much smaller than it normally would be, and it'll be temporary. I think a lot of them will be one or two year deals, but it could be a shift of power in where teams teams find themselves. Now, again, I look at this. Uh, I, I I look at this, this NFL season, and some people are like, "Man, an NFL team can't just turn around like that." Well, yes, they can. Look at the Buccaneers. <laughs> you know, they were a joke not too long ago, and now they're they're Super Bowl champions. And not that everyone can just go and sign Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette like that. I, I get that there were circumstances there, but there are pieces that are available. And when they're and at this year, there's going to be an abnormal piece amount of pieces available. It's going to be doable. 
And I just I want to remind Steelers fans, don't count your team out from being able to figure things out here. There are ways there there are there are going to be ways to build right now, not just for this year, not as just a win now situation, but so that the franchise can keep winning for years to come. This is a great end of the week. This is a great way to look at the Steelers' future. And hey, if you're one of those fans that thinks Ben needs to go, I get it. You're frustrated at the way the season end ended. I totally understand. But if you're like me and you you understand that, hey, you know, they can't just go out there and just sign another quarterback and just everything will be hunky-dory. Or that it's probably going to take a considerable trade-up in the draft to go get a quarterback that you really want in the draft this year. Then you probably are sitting there thinking, you know what, it's okay. We don't got to do that now. Keep Ben around for another year. Spread his... The, the remaining cap hit over the over the next three seasons and work from there. But objectively, this was a good move for the Steelers. And we hope that objectively, this is a good episode for you Steelers fans. Thanks so much for listening to the Locked on Steelers podcast. Really appreciate all of you. Remember to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, Google Podcasts. Be back in your ears Monday with Mock Draft Monday. <laughs>